Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Daghiwan Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word.
believe Jesus is here today. But he's the reason for our gathering, isn't it? Jesus is the reason for our gathering. So if you believe he's here, give you your loud, loud shout in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And let's walk slowly to take our seat as we walk on the sound on stage and everywhere in the name of you. Let's stand to our feet and let's begin to speak in tongues. Jesus of Nazareth is coming our way today. You didn't come to meet a man. You didn't come to meet a friend. You came so that you meet Jesus. Just speak in tongues.
our Bible to Jeremiah 29, verse 1 following, and I'm reading from New Living Translation. And those of you who have been regular, you know that we're preaching a, a series, and we stopped, and so we are coming back to the series. Hallelujah. And to just remind ourselves of the series, I want to read this passage of scripture that we have been using. Jeremiah 29.1. Jeremiah 29.1 following. Jeremiah wrote a letter from Jerusalem to the elders, priests, prophets, and all the people who had been exiled to Babylon by King Nebuchadnezzar. By King Nebuchadnezzar. This was after King Jehoiakim, the queen mother, the court officials, the other officials of Judah, and all the craftsmen and artisans had been deported from Jerusalem. He sent the letter with Elasa, son of Shaphan, and Gemaria, son of Hilkiah, when they went to Babylon as King Zedekiah's ambassadors to Nebuchadnezzar. This is what Jeremiah's letter said. This is what the Lord of God's armies, of heaven's armies, God of Israel says to all the captives he has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. Build homes. Everybody say build homes. And plan to stay. Plan to stay. Remember, we're talking about, what were we talking about? What is this about? The word, the blessing of permanence, the blessing of being permanent in a thing. Hallelujah. The blessing of being permanent or the blessing of permanence. So plan to stay. And in planning to stay, plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Those of you who were around, there was a one of one time president of Ghana, head of state of Ghana. He was called General Kutu Achampon. And he brought a flagship program called Operation Feed Yourself. Operation Feed Yourself. He said, plant gardens and eat the food they produce. So I remember where we're growing up that we, every home you visited, in fact, I don't remember my parents ever buying chicken for Christmas. I don't remember. I don't remember my parents ever buying goats for Christmas or duck for Christmas. No. I don't remember them going to any frozen place to go and buy six months 
chicken that has become fat like an elephant. When Christmas comes, in fact, before Christmas approaches, we know the goat that will go. Yes, we used to have the ones we called Apanchikusiata, the goats with the beard, the stubborn ones. I remember when they break pen and they go out and we are supposed to go and bring them home. All of us will be chasing it. You chase it out and it will stop. And we all pass and it will pass here again. And we say, you, you will go home because today we will eat you. Hey! So, and we know the chicken. One of the reasons I, I don't like Doko Doko, Jack, is I met one Doko Doko that we killed. Because we have heard stories of Doko Doko that when you put onions on the dam and certain things, you leave them, they turn to snakes. So, already we are afraid of eating it. Then one day we killed this Doko Doko. We don't know what happened. I think they didn't cut the neck well. And you know that we have this long neck. So by the time we had a dog, dog all that was supposed to die, had gotten up and was flying at the <laughs> From that day, I've never eaten dog or dog again. <laughs> Is that has confirmed what they said. But we were eating. During those days, every household had a sewing machine. There are alterations you don't take to a tailor. And those were the days of KJTR. Those were the days that when we were going to school, we'd go and buy white, they say short sleeves, six long sleeves, four. And we'd go and buy long sleeves, ten. But we'll cut it and we'll sew it ourselves. No, 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 Taylor. Ah, but what is, you, you open that thing and then so, and you iron it flat with the rest. Nobody will see that you did it. Those were the days. So, you cannot be eating basmati rice. You cannot. You, instead of um, the one that Soboro, you cannot be drinking Diet Coke. Instead of drinking Soboro, or Soboro, and some nice, nice ones, and say that as a certain city must become like a, a certain dollar. Whereas, even your toothpick, even your toothpick, those days, there was not a toothpick, the broom that we used to sweep the house. We know the table have been used to clean their cocoa things and all those things. So, you break it, and you go to the middle and you wash it small and use blade to the end and that one, it goes everywhere. Because in those days, the chicken were hard and the goat cry. Homebred goats, stop born. When they go into it like that, you need the broom there and use hammer to before the meat will come out. Hey! And when you eat it with fufu, Look, no sanitizer can take the smell. What? Those were the days of Christmas. 
three days, it's still there. And you know, Christmas has come. Hey, you, there, you go to homes behind, there is garden egg, garden, there is maize, there's okra, there's pepper, contemporary. So we have seen it before. There's nothing new we should, we, should, we should go and talk about and do. There's nothing new. What we need has been done before by somebody that we even didn't respect and we killed. It is there. Go and see all of our homes. All of our homes are tiled, including mine. All of our homes are tiled. Even the grass that we have removed now, we have bought artificial grass. And that one too is bringing flooding. Because when it rains, it has to get a way of going to the ground small. So the flooding is also increasing. The thing is there. Do you get it? But let's go back to I mean, it's part of it, isn't it? Okay. Amen. So build houses and stay home. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. That's all. Do you get it? Marry and have children. Marry and have children. Hallelujah. So one of the um, signs of a permanent life is marriage. That's when you're a guy, you're not married after a while. People look at you and they are... <laughs> I was going to say that I saw somebody's face. They always, they always look at you and they are, even though they are, they are joking with you, but they are actually telling you something that be permanent. Be permanent. Do you get it? So, that's why when you're in a relationship for a long time, you know, when I went for interview at the Bank of Ghana, they asked me, when will you marry? Bank what does marriage got to do with what does marriage got to do with money and bank but they asked me when do you plan to marry and I, I said when I plan to marry I, didn't, I wasn't confused at all when I went to him and I told my father he said that question is very important because it means that you are somebody who plans ahead so you may think that is just a question you may think it's just a question they asked. But the person who asked the question wanted, because I looked, I was very tiny and still tiny. And, uh, and so maybe the person even wants that this guy is he really old enough to even work here or whatever. Do you get it? And I said it. So it's a sign of permanence. Some of you young men, the monies you spend to order other things, and this is the way your lives have become. You order and you send, you send, take it here. You small boy, you you don't even <laughs> small boy, small girl, a girl that you have found that you don't even know whether you marry her or she'll marry you. Then you are spending all your money to send carry, how do you call those people? Boat, boat hey, Boat. Boat. Boat food. 
those days, they had a place they called Katawo Yesu. Special watching. And then Auntie Aquile. Oh, man. And when they put it in the leaf, we don't want the one in this park. Even the park is, is for the environment. The leaf, when it's finished, it will be biodegrade or whatever and decompose. I did some books. You people have come. I said the young women are not learning how to cook. That's how some young men are suffering. Some young men are drinking water at home. They say they are drinking soup. They are drinking water at home. They say they are drinking soup. Hey! Some young men are drinking, you know those days when we, we constipate, our parents do some precautions for us and we drink and we have free bowels. Your soup is what they are drinking. Because as you are going out, bold food, bold food, bold food, bold food, bold food. So, marriage makes you permanent. Hallelujah. Marriage makes you permanent. So, that's why as part of God's way of telling them to be permanent, he said, marry and have <laughs> As part of God's way of making us permanent, he said, marry. Hallelujah. He said, marry. As a young man, when I was growing up, I wanted to marry. I wanted to marry. Because I wanted to settle. I wanted to settle. And I also noticed, that, and apart from being settling, I also observed marriage because when I was growing up, I saw how marriage is in my home. So I loved marriage and I wanted to, I wanted also to marry. And I had worked with my beloved for some time. And then I went to my father-in-law and I said, I want to marry. My father-in-law, who was a colonel in the army, looked at me with a stern face. He doesn't, he, 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 doesn't like, he doesn't talk much. And looked at me. Go out, think about it. Then I had information that, no. My wife is too young. Too young. So go. So I tried. It wasn't working. Then, by the grace of God, my wife's senior brother was there. So I told the senior brother that, Charlie, make you go talk to your old man for me. You be man, me to be man. You know, say the thing, it no make easy. One day bang. Depend. So he went to talk to the old man. I was there. The old man sent for me. 
He said, from today, you can marry. The old man didn't struggle with me because the old man was man enough to know that when a time comes in a man's life and they cannot control themselves, nothing can stop them. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing can stop them. So, permanence. But see, when I was discussing with other people, I remember one family member told me that, why don't I acquire certain things before I get married? Because I was so young. And I said to him that, I know that one can chase a thousand, but two can chase 10,000. And I told the young man again that, I know in the Bible that he that finded a wife, Find a good thing and obtained favor. So they are, I know that when I marry, I'm not going back. I'm rather going to go forward in life. And true to God, true to God, the best thing that happened to me was to marry. Because I've only gone forward and I've never gone backward. I've only, only, only gone forward and I've never ever gone backward because now the effort has become ten times more. Hallelujah. So that is why God says be permanent. Be permanent. Do permanent things. And he didn't only say that marry and have children. He said then find spouses. When did I start preaching this message? I, I hope you remember. Find spouses for your children so that you may have many grandchildren. Shabakontas Balandas. Grandpa Willie. Grandpa William. Are you listening? Uh -huh. Find spouses. <laughs> so that you have it means that it means that God even is expected some way somehow if it is possible you can be involved some way somehow basically it's between two adults but if it is possible you can be involved Hallelujah. Multiply and do not dwindle away. And then work for the peace of the... Then verse 8. This is what the Lord of heaven's army, the God of Israel says. Do not let your prophets and fortune tellers who are with you in the land of Babylon trick you. And do not listen to their dreams because they are telling you lies in my name. I have not sent them. This is what the Lord says. You will be in Babylon for 70 years. He's explaining why he's saying that he has not sent them. 
you have been in Babylon for 70 years, but then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised. And I'll bring you home again. You know, the God is saying that there are some things that you can't change it until the time is up. You can't change it. Some things cannot change until time comes. Amen. That's why you have to make up your mind. And God was addressing the people in exile. And he knows that they will say, no, I'm just here. I will not do anything. So I won't do anything. So no, have a certain mind that you are going to be permanent. Hallelujah. We spoke about permanence mean, be likened to a tree. Remember. And then we said that three important things you need to be permanent. One is what? Commitment. One is faithfulness. And the other is what? One is faithfulness, commitment, and be devoted. Devotion. Hallelujah. You need to have this to be permanent. And then we remember that we talked about faithfulness. Well, if you are not faithful, you cannot be permanent in your marriage. If you are not faithful, see, faithfulness is a decision of the will to stick to something no matter what. You see, decision of the will to stick to something no matter what. You decide that this is what I will do. No matter what happens, faithfulness. Hallelujah. Which means that there are always things that can make you leave. And so you have to force yourself and promise yourself that you will be a faithful person. Hallelujah. And we gave examples of people who were faithful and God blessed them. What example did you give? Whose example did you give? Did we give? Grace. Who is one of the best examples of faithfulness in the marriage? Who? Okay. Joseph. So you see that it's good for me to recap. Because you have even forgotten. Do you see? So I've, I've assumed that you remember. Anyway, so you see Joseph. God promised him that he was going to be blessed. He went through so many things, but he remained faithful. He remained faithful to the end. Hallelujah. He remained faithful until Genesis 41, 8 to 10. By Genesis 41, 1, first. Genesis 41, 1. And it came to pass at the end of two full years. That is when he was in prison. Somebody had a dream. Interpreted a dream. After two years. Two full years. That Pharaoh dreamed. And behold. He stood by the river. So now we go to verse 8. Verse 8. You have to be faithful to be permanent. And then when you are faithful to be permanent, then you are blessed at the end of the day. Hallelujah. And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled and he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all the wise men thereof. And Pharaoh told them his dream, but there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. 
there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. Then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my faults these days. Keep being faithful. Don't stop doing good in due season. You know, sometimes you don't know why certain things happen to you. And sometimes you are forced to stop doing good. Because you do good and they repay you with evil. You try and they throw it back at your face. And you get to a point and say, look, I won't do this again. I won't do this again. But the Bible said that don't be wary in doing good. For a time will come that you will reap. Hallelujah. Don't faint. When it comes to doing good, one of the things that should always be in your mind when you are doing good, that don't expect your, the returns from the person you are doing good to. No. As any seed you sow, expect your returns from God. And how he will do it, you don't know. Do you get it? So don't do that. But this man, when he failed Joseph, he still continued to be faithful. Hallelujah. He said, I remember my fault. Men may, this one, if it was man who remembered, but God will remember you. When Pharaoh was angry with his servants, he was telling why he had it in verse 14 or 41. Verse 14. I'm just trying to see, let you know that his faithfulness, where it took him to. Somebody will tell that faithfulness, you did. Why you faithful? I faithful, sir. Who don't worry? Faithfulness will bray. And then I am out. And then I am out. Hey. So, let's go to the verse. Verse. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. Pharaoh, amen. And they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. And he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came in unto Pharaoh. Hallelujah. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed a dream, and there's none that can interpret it. And I've heard say of thee that thou canst understand a dream that means thou can. Is that Nigeria, you don't do good. You mean you have done good. When Nigeria said you don't do good now. So this one is like, thou canst understand a dream to interpret it. Me, you can understand a dream. And Joseph answered, saying, it is not me in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Hallelujah. God can give Pharaoh what? An answer of peace. Amen. Now, what is plainly here is not Joseph's gift. No. What is plain here is Joseph's character that he had developed by the fruit of the Spirit. And one of the fruit of the Spirit is faithfulness. You get it. So Joseph was being called not because of the dream. But because he had been faithful all along, all along, all along, all along. So now, 
faithfulness has made him to be found in the palace. When you are preaching, from prison to palace, let people know that it's all about faithfulness, not about dreams. It's about faithfulness, which is which which takes time, takes time, time. When you are, when you want to be faithful, a time will come that you feel nothing. You feel like you are wasting your time. You feel that like you are not even appreciated. You feel like you are not even appreciated. But time will tell. Hallelujah. So, verse 38. Faithfulness. Faithfulness means that you are constant. Whether the service was nice or not, you are constant. You are, you are available and you are there. So, 38. He says, and Pharaoh said unto his servant, after he had done whatever he, was, he had to do, Pharaoh said unto his servant, can we find such a one as this is? Can we find such a one as this is? A man in whom the spirit of God is. Hey, dear brother, keep being faithful. One day, they will interpret your life as a man in whom the Spirit of God is. They will inter- Dear sister, keep me faithful. In spite of all pressures, a time will come. That is what they will say about you. Put my verse back. That's what they will say about you. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed thee all this, and there is none so discreet and wise as you. Wow. See what faithfulness is about to do. Thou shalt be over my house. He was over Pharaoh's subordinate house for some time. Potiphar. Potiphar was actually under Pharaoh. Potiphar was not Pharaoh. He was one of the officers of Pharaoh's armies. You get it. And when he was in Potiphar's house. When he was Potiphar's house. He was faithful, and his faithfulness landed him in a problem. I am sure that there were times that he was tempted to milk me, man, me, yeah. All these problems, me, I no, I don't know. me did all off. Look at me in prison, eating cassava and all these type of things. I'll be eating all off. That's how faithfulness is. Maybe a young woman is here. A man came with money. To come and ask you, marry. You saw the money, but you realize that the man is not saved. And you have, real, you have known that the Bible says it's not good to be matched with an unbeliever. So you said no. Your mother looked at your face and said that, oh, you're a foolish girl. Your friends looked at you and said that, you, dear, you and prosperity, you are, you are cursed. It's you prosperity and you, you are going the opposite direction. You never, you, are, you were not born to prosper. This morning, and you are saying what? They said all manner of things. Then you said no. He told no. Today, it is not over Potiphar's household. Now they are making him Lord of actually in Pharaoh's house, which means that Potiphar is even going to be under him now. Yes. With his wife. They are actually going to be under him now. 
And it's not because of their dreams. It is because of his faithfulness. It's not because of their dreams. Because of his faithfulness. He said that you are going to be over all the king's house. And according unto thy word, shall all my people be ruled, including Potiphar. Including those who kept him in prison. According unto my word, shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. Yes. And it's always important that you make people know that there's a limit you can't cross. There's always a limit you cannot cross. It's always important. When people become great, they forget that's what happened to Lucifer. They, they, they forget that there's one place he cannot sit. And as soon as he enters your heart that, me too, I want to be like this, then Lucifer has entered into you. Because when you become king of a Potiphar's household, people are going to say, to him, ah, but even you, uh, since you came, the country is better. Uh, Pharaoh's household. Since you came, the country is better. You can't do it more than Pharaoh. You can do it more than Pharaoh. So why don't you rather start another Egypt? Another country. We all come there. We all come there. Do you see? So Pharaoh had to let him know that if this one, if you dare, you will see. Do you get it? And that's why assistant pastors must always let their um, senior pastors must know, let the assistant pastors know where you cannot cross. And every, if you're a father, if you're a mother, if you're this, you have to know where you cannot cross. It's as simple as that. Do you get it? And so, and Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. Everybody is under you. And Pharaoh took off his reign. Wow. Faithfulness. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man is found faithful. Hallelujah. Faithfulness is not a gift of the spirit. It's not one of the gifts of the spirit. It's one of the fruits of the spirit. And anytime you see a, a fruit, it means that the tree has been there for some time. Been there for years. That's how the mango fruit has come. That's why all those fruits, you can see it. It's not a gift. And also, that is why, that's what we cannot wait for. You know, sometimes even your miracle comes out of faithfulness. And in the Bible, that's how I like it too. Ma son Jesus or your zeal. I have tried and I've test, I've tested. And over the years, you have seen that if you if you you have faith, you wait, he will do it. And in the Bible, there have been several times that people were at the point of giving up. At the point of giving up, this Jesus has served you for so many years. What have I got? This church I've gone for so many years. What have I received? This tithe I've paid for so many years. What devourer have I rebuked? What devourer have I rebuked? I am going to stop all this thing. 
You, are, you, are, you can't endure to the end. Hallelujah. So he took off his ring. Hey, give it to him. He says, verse 43, and he made him to write. So now, I think we say this one next I will continue. You want to see where faithfulness will take you. And he made him to ride in the second chariot, which he had. And they cried before him, bow the knee. And he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. Just faithfulness. Just faithfulness. Being there. Being there. Hallelujah. I've seen several people being blessed just by being there. Just by, they are there. They are there. And they are being blessed. They don't have testimonies. They don't have dreams. They don't have vision. Vero, but they are blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. So, what was I saying? Being, being there alone, it means you are blessed. Hallelujah. And so that's like, you know, sometimes when we close, some people are there. No agenda. They are there. They are there. They are not called bishops, apostles, prophets, but they are there. They are there. Hey! One day they will call you. God will look. Is there any man who is faithful in this church? You know those ones, the pastor cannot even know. Who is the one who blesses? God. As we are sitting here, only God knows how many of you have paid your tithe from January to now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know and I don't want to know. Yes. And he is the one who said, can I find any faithful person to give this $4 million that I want to give to somebody? <laughs> Receive it in Jesus' name. Hey! Remember we are talking about faithfulness. So. Some of you, you should say that, oh God, mercy. Amen. Faithfulness. Look at what he has given, taken him. He made him to ride in the second chariot, which he had. And they cried before him, bow the knee. And he made him rule over the land. 44. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh. And without you shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. Hey, I am sure Potiphar was waiting for a call from Joseph and especially his wife. See there, she was shaking. Joseph had the chance now to go and do lie detector test. Lie detector test. And as for lies, some people can lie. Oh. Some of you, when you they take you to a lie detector test, it will explode. I mean, the thing will be done, and they will say, check, 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 The fuse has blown. You have spoiled the machine, you can lie. Lies is like water you drink. And you, you lie by misinterpretation, you lie by direct lying, you lie by implication, you lie by everything. 
No one should ever make the mistake of talking to you alone without anybody there. No one should ever make that mistake. Because when he finished, she said, you are going to talk about what the person said. Hey, it's not going to be easy for the person. I'm sure even your wife, when your wife is asking a question, your wife should record you. Or your husband should record you. For you can lie. And, just, and Pharaoh called Joseph's name. Zephna Pania. There's a song that I say. Zephna Pania. Edinu Yehu. Joseph's name was now Zephna Pania. Zephna Pania. And he gave him to wife Asenath. The daughter of Potiphera, priest of On. <laughs> and Joseph went to all the land of Egypt. And Joseph was 30 years old. That's why I say, all of you 30 years old, 27 years, by the time you are 35, you should build your house. At least. You should see that you have bought the land. The foundation has been done. The columns are there. The blocks have been at least. And stop buying bold, direct, and all those type of things. You will build your house. Hallelujah. He was how many years? 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh. Which means that Joseph's experience in life, eh, oh yeah, you don't have to be very old before you become experienced. It depends on when your experience started. Because sometimes the experience you have, maybe you started at 22. Then somebody started at 42. Now you are, let's say, 50. The person is 70 years. You get it. Your experience is more than the person in spite of his age. In spite of his age. It's more than the person. So look, at the age of 30, look at what Joseph had seen in life. By you, you are 50. What have you suffered? And what have you survived? 30 years. And David was also a teenager when he killed Goliath. Yes. So don't think that you are going to be, you are thinking, oh, when you go on pressure, you get your snitch and get this. When you, 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 you get and you get your snitch and you go and build a house. No. Believe God for freedom by 30, 35. So go and look for a land. Go and look for a land. The land in Tema here and around here, now they sell in dollars. But just go a bit beyond, go a bit outside of town. Yes, go there. Because the city is growing. Some time ago, this place was bush. I remember somebody, when I came to Tamar, somebody took me to come to 25 to go and give me a land. When I, I was very depressed. I was very depressed. Ah, why is this to drive up to this place to come and be? Why? And I thought it was very far. They looked. 
That's where the Trapco and all those places are today. So nowhere is far. You can get a land 7,000 cities, even 5,000 cities, just across. Just go small. But we are coming. The city is coming. We are coming small, small. Small boy. Yes, we are coming. Instead of you say, eh, I, 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 me, I want to live around this area. Committee, committee 12, committee 11. <laughs> Land, committee 12, 11, 3. Even quarter plot. If you have the money, you can buy that. But you see, you can't buy it. So go and buy somewhere cool. And then start. You buy your cement. You buy your this. You buy your this. You are just doing small, 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 small. Just to make sure you get a very good person like Pastor to design it for you or Pastor Richard to design it for you. Yes. Very good. Good person. This one is homegrown, isn't it? Eat what you grow. In-house. Eat what you grow. Domesticated. So, 30 years. So some of you, you should rather thank God that at this age, you are facing certain things. It's just a blessing for you. Do you get it? You should rather thank God that at this age, you are facing some things. One day, some people came with me. They were, they were beloved. They came with a very wild problem. Hey! In fact, the problem is um, people have been married for, let's say, I, I told them that this problem is for people who have been married for, let's say, 25 years or 30. Who should be having these problems? Hey! <laughs> but when they brought the problem to me, and we talked, and by the grace of God, they understood. All that I told them was that now, you have been experienced enough to solve 30-year problem now. So you are entering now into the marriage with experience. Because those, those people don't get it until they marry to a certain level. Once another person came, he said, I want to leave my beloved. And I said, why? He said, because of this problem. Then I said, but has she changed? So yeah, she has changed, but this type of things, I can't really flow there. And I said, you know what? You have experienced something that you would have experienced in a marriage. Maybe in 15 years of marriage. So now that you have seen it now and the person has changed, you are leaving her for somebody to come and enjoy that experience. That's all. You are leaving her for someone to come and enjoy it. Because that thing that you are talking, you will meet it in the way. You just need to get to somebody who has been married for 20 years. And you tell that for 20 minus 5, I have had this problem. That's in 15 years. So you are blessed. Some of you, even when I'm preaching, there's some of the things I say, their experiences, so not necessarily my experiences. Do you get it? When a doctor is teaching and giving an exam, that's why he's the one who was sick. It's because people come for consultation. He has learned. Do you get it? So all these things that you have been thinking about, you have to take it from your mind quickly. But of course, every marriage is the same. Do you see? So 
What does that say? I needed to diffuse somebody's mind. Yes. So the thing I'm telling you now, you better take it all. Because somebody's experience is what is showing you today so that when you marry, you will not go through it. Don't say, oh, me, it will not happen to me. Me, it will not happen to me. No, don't say that at all. Rather, take it well and say. Because people, let me tell you, many people don't speak the truth. Many people don't speak the truth. Many people, especially husbands and wives. Everybody's marriage is nice. Everybody. A one. A plus, if you like, look at every married, all the married people here, especially those who are sitting together. Amen. Hey, if you like, what happened before and what shall happen after? Yay. Everybody's. One day, somebody, so a couple came to church. That day, I don't know what happened. Hey, too much shirt to shirt. Zaza to skirt. Shoe to high heels. Same colors. Hey! Same, same. And when they came, those days were never so, so I could see everybody. Because our number was about 75. When they came, oh man! They sat down. Praise this. Oh man! Oh, how are you? Oh, Pastor Nyamina. Some known Bible. Nyamina. Some known Bible. God's grace and your prayers is keeping us. Hey! Then after service, I decided to go and visit them on my way home. Hey! Hey! The days are so. The Quarrel, the words, bringing songs, singing, even, even stupid man, foolish man, hey. <laughs> too much money, and they were marching. As you said, the man to say, "Be so foolish." <laughs> I don't even know how to insult. Hey, they are now Tom and Jerry instead of Kofi and Ama. So don't let this thing deceive you, eh? When somebody is speaking the truth, you take it. We, one day we had a marriage retreat. I'm just closing up. Put my Bible down. When I started, you made me talk about chicken and all those things. So you took my time, you see. Plus, Bishop David took some of my time. So one day, what was I going to say? Uh-uh, eh? We had a married retreat at Buzia Beach. You know, those days, all married people would go to Buzia Beach in December. It's these days that people want their marriage to be sweet, and yet they don't want to do what made the marriage sweet. So we and we can even go to Dubai. Yes. <laughs> and your wife heard it. So when we had a retreat, we were talking, and we were talking about faithfulness, this, this, and there was one brother that said that, oh, he did, hey, 
when he started talking, in fact, all of us who went with our wives were like, we're, our taste between our thighs. This man, they enjoy you. He made us flat. He made us flat. Everything we said. Oh, me, me and my wife. Hey, me and my wife. Me and my wife. Hey. So I said, wow. Charlie, we came back to Tema. Asomoa. Asomoa, we came back to Tema. I was there when I received a call. What? Bishop, emergency. What is this emergency? Brother Saul is sucking the wife out of the house. Me and my wife are. My wife and I. He's sucking the wife. He said, people can pretend, though. People can pretend. And so even when they are preaching, they don't tell you the truth. They don't tell the truth. One of the things I don't like at all is 105 ways to make your marriage work. Open the door. Give her a kiss. And those people, the same way they write, the same way they divorce. Those who write those books, you go and see how, how regularly they, they divorce. Say, I love you three times a day. Make sure you go and see her to the car. Make sure you open the door for her. Make sure you give a kiss before. <laughs> Make sure you give a kiss before. But it's good though. Even me. I went, I went to Kobodumasi to have a program. When we were, I saw somebody was kissing the wife before they left. Did, uh, did you see it? Yeah. Kobodumasi. I've never seen it in Tama here. <laughs> At least not the people I see with their wives going to the car park. I haven't seen anything like that. <laughs> Shut up. Before, <laughs> but when I went to Kobodu Masi, I saw you know, if I thought I was dreaming, you know, because me who me who be a chair, <laughs> we see those things in Europe. So, I mean, <laughs> can somebody <laughs> the guy? I mean, the guy did this, oh, the woman to brother, this <laughs> Not all, all, even in Israel have I found such faith. Hey. So it's nice. You do all Kobodumasi special. It's nice. Do it. But I'm saying that don't pretend. Hallelujah. People can tell that, hey, me and my wife, we, have, we don't fight. Oh. Me and my wife, but when you go to the, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. They don't call me professor for nothing. You know, when Azuma Nelson defeated Jeff Fenash, he said, Hey, I'm professor. They don't call me professor for nothing. No, professor nothing. Yeah. They are like professors. They beat themselves, they fight themselves, and then they, when they come, Hey, we, we don't fight. We, 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 we. But anyway, if you beat your wife, you're a bushman. Is that not true? And these days, the wives have been beating the men. This is, this is, I think it's balanced, 
some wives beat their husband, husband too. And by in this church, it is not allowed. You can't touch a woman or a man. You can't. You are a bushman and you are a bushwoman. Say amen. So, God has blessed us. Hallelujah. God has blessed us. Let's be real. Let's be real and be blessed. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. And let's put our hands together for Jesus as we stand to our feet. Why don't you begin to pray in tongues? If you can pray in tongues or say a word of prayer. The Lord, this word that I've heard, I pray that the Holy Spirit will bring understanding to my heart to be faithful and to be permanent. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. As you are praying, if you don't have the communion element with you, you can lift up your hands wherever you are, and they will give you one. As we pray and as we sing there, so you don't have the communion element with you, you can lift up your hands, and the ashes or the curtain stars will bring you some. But then pray, because we're going to take communion, and we are asking the Lord to bless our fellowship with him through his body and his blood. We are asking God to minister to our bodies, minister to our hearts. We are asking the Lord to heal our bodies by his body and break every curse that anybody has spoken about you. Any secret place that they are taking your name to so that they will bring evil against you. Believe that you receive the ministration of deliverance and protection. That wherever they are taking your picture to, wherever they are taking your name to, your children, your family, pray the ministration of God over your life. Pray. Any Yes, Lord. Pray that every expectation of the wicked one 
against your life shall be appointed in the name of Jesus. Anybody you work with, we seek him to face you. Yes, Lord. People are taking counsel against Jesus. You. Taking counsel against you. Yes, Lord. People are calling your name. And people are saying things about you. When everywhere is spoken against you, the blood is running by it. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Yes. 
receive it. Last Sunday, last Sunday, I was in my office and somebody came to see me. And she said, Please, why don't stop doing the anointing service? I said, Why? She said, The last time you have poured oil on the people, I was not even in Ghana. I was not even in Ghana. But I was somewhere. When you were praying for the people, and somebody told me to touch the screen, he says she's been having some problem, some gynecological problem, and it wasn't going. But she touched the screen, and suddenly she felt like going to the loo or going to where they live. When she weaved, then she saw something drop. Like life, Kogomi or Magot, I forgot what it is, but something like that. It dropped like that. And suddenly, from that day, it went. It has never disappeared again. His body gives us healing. Amen. And anything in your body that has been a problem, this time it's not oil, this time it's fellowship with his body fellowship with his body. Yes. This time it's not oil alone. It's fellowship with his blood. Yes. Allow God. Some of you, they've taken your picture, they've taken your name to shrines. Mm. And they are trying to remove you from your position. Ah. But the blood, the blood is entering wherever they have taken you. Jesus. And it's entering into the realm of the spirit. Yes. They are not this one. Not this one. Not this job. Not this. One. Not this place. Yes, not this place. Not this one. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, just begin to pray. You know, God is the one ministering to you wherever you are now. Holy Spirit, just ministering to you. Holy Spirit is ministering to you. You know, anything that Jesus did, everything Jesus did, and anything that couldn't resist Jesus, He's here right now to do it. Through His body and His blood. Receive it. Receive. Some people yes, have Lord. dug a pit for you. Oh, a pit to shame you. Jesus. To disgrace you. Oh, but it is cancelled in the name of Canceled. Jesus. Cancelled. You shall walk on that pit that they have dug. Oh, yes. As if somebody has put concrete on it. Oh, yes. And you will never fall in that yes. pit. They shall fall in it themselves. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Somebody has set a trap for you. Oh. A trap for you. When I was young, when I was young, I went to use barbed wire. Because people were using our the front of our house and disturbing us when we sleep. So I went to get barbed wire and I used it to cross the place. In the night, I myself forgot and went and passed there. When we close, come and let me show you. Up to today, the mark 
I've never had a soul like that in my life. I set a trap, and the trap took me. And that's what is going to happen to your enemy. Amen. And anyone who has set a trap for you, Amen. the trap shall catch they themselves. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The trap shall take they themselves. God is the one who is keeping you. Jesus. Can you take your communion? And can you take the blood? She said within herself, some of you should take it for your family. Take it for your husband. Take it for your child. Take it for your household. Put everybody in this protection and this provision that the Lord is getting for you. For you will live and not die. You will travel and arrive. You shall never die on your way home. You shall never be attacked by anybody. In the name of the Lord Jesus. She said within herself, If only I may but touch his garments, I shall be made whole. Say whatever you want to say to the blood and to the bread and the body. And I will pray a final prayer. And we shall bless ourselves. Eat his body and drink his blood. And we shall live here blessed, delivered, healed in the name of Jesus. She said within herself, God. I know that if I touch you, this problem will stop. This issue will go away. You will give me strength. Even if the issue is not, you give me strength to go through what I need to go through. Oh Lord, do it for me. Do it for me. When time comes, that man can do nothing. Flesh can do nothing. Money can do nothing. A time comes, there's only God. But you don't even know what they are doing against you. You don't know what they are deciding. Lift up the blood and the body. Father, you were eating at table with your disciples. You were drinking the wine breaking bread and at the point you took the same wine, the same bread and you blessed it you say take, eat it this is my body bless your body as we take it and everything in our bodies that is not functioning properly as we take your body may we Lord receive Healing, yes, and blessing, yes, to our body yes. in the name of the Lord Jesus, the body of Jesus, body of Jesus, it is. You shall never hear that he died suddenly, but this has gone to do with any sudden thing. Any hidden thing. You go and do any test that you have to do, and you 
scripture that everything about you is okay. Amen. Then he took the wine and he gave thanks. And after he said, this is my blood. This is the blood, that, the same blood, the blood that defeated Satan on oh, the cross. Yes. In the same blood that defeated the last enemy, yes. which is death. Jesus. Everyone and he's still fighting you in the realm of the spirit. May this blood Jesus. enter into every corner. Oh, yes. And defeat them. Defeat. May any destruction that is about to come upon you pass over you. Pass over you. Because of this blood. May this blood bring deliverance to you. Amen. Protection to you. Yes, Lord. And promotion to you. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. May this blood secure your position and your promotion. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Nothing can remove you. Oh, yes. You can only move forward. Amen. His blood. His blood. The blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Why don't you thank God for your breakthrough? Yes, begin to thank God for your breakthrough. Whatever you said has come happen. Whatever you asked for, the Lord has done it. Close our eyes while they stand. Please keep standing. Let's close our eyes while they stand. Now, if you have even been here before, and oh, it's your first time, but you are not saved, you are not born again. You want to say that, Pastor, I was here last week, I was here last two weeks, I've been here for one month, but deep, deep in my heart, I am not sure I'll go to heaven when I die. And I want you to pray for me to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, you can also stand up and join. Whilst every eye is closed, just stand 
enjoying this water. Pray for me to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. Pray for me to be born again. Pray for me to be born again. I want God to forgive me of my sins and wash me with his blood. Stand and join all these ones and we'll pray with you. Now if you are standing, can you please um, uh, um, get these stars and all of you, help them to come here. Can you please come to the front and put your hands together for them as they come. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. God bless you. Say and the whole church joining. Say, dear Lord Jesus, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for today. Today, today, as I stand here, as I stand here, I ask you, I ask you to forgive me, to forgive me of all my sins, all my sins, and wash me, and wash me with your blood, with your blood. Today, today, I believe in my heart. That Jesus, Christ that Jesus Christ is Lord. Is Lord. Today, Today, I confess, I confess with, my mouth with my mouth that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is, Lord, is Lord. And he is the Son of God. And I take Jesus into my heart as my Lord and my personal Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That from today, that from today I, am I am the righteousness of God, righteousness of in, God. Christ Jesus. in Christ Jesus. From today, from today I, am born again I am born again in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abed Dawenia. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 246 939-984 To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044 You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam DHMM Also at Loyalty House International HQ page you can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenia. God bless you.